Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Krops. And good morning, everybody. Great to be with you in Political Coffee. We have a lot to talk about today, so let's get right at it. You know, uh, you know it's bad when... The, I'm just looking at things here, folks. You know it's bad when the major news media begins to finally start talking about certain things, right? You know, this is the news media that not only we do not trust, but has been exposed mostly because of Trump for being who they are what they have become. For instance, this Tyree Nichols issue. They are so trying to tie it back to George Floyd. They are trying so hard because it was five black cops that beat another black guy Tyree Nichols, Nichols, in essence, to death. He died later in the hospital. They've all been fired. They need to be prosecuted. It's We can all see it. There's no justification for that. It's just flat wrong, and it doesn't matter what your race is. And the other cops just standing around like they did with George Floyd. They are trying to make this about race and continuing to stoke the fires of racism. But they can't. And the news media is even acknowledging it. In fact, there's a story in the Liberty Daily that says, when it comes to Tyree Nichols and George, Nichols rather, and George Floyd, many are willfully ignoring the donkey in the room. Democratic Party. Ted Wheeler, virtual news conference, decrying the death of Tyree Nichols. Because you got to stand up, you got to maintain your position in Oregon. Even though a tiny part of our population are black. You got to make it seem like it's BLM, George Floyd all over again. Why? Because it fits your narrative, your leftist narrative that allows you to continue control. But yet the leftists are losing. Huh? Yeah, they are. Oregon Catalyst, by the way, has a great piece. Well, that that illustrates this. It's called Three Face Their Failure Liberal Moments This Weekend. Portland police are returning to their schools after getting booted out in 2020. 
the knee-jerk reaction to Black Lives Matter. Portland's liberal politicians, one of whom is a former colleague of mine in the House of Representatives who was a Portland City Commissioner, Joanne Hardesty, and lost badly to Rene Gonzalez, who's still a liberal, but he's at least a business guy. She's the one who led the charge to defund the Portland Police Bureau by $12 million. Guess what happened? A crime wave ensued and it's still going on. Well, the Portland Public Police have been asked to return to the Portland schools to provide security for, well, at least school sports. Housing advocates is the second failure to the Oregon Senate Democrat Controlled Committee on Housing and Development invited a whole bunch of service providers and developers and other housing industry people to share their ideas on how to ramp up development. You know what they said? Cut regulations. And then number three, Oregon decries the devastating cost of fees. The Oregonian newspaper, the fish wrap, is decrying the high cost of fees. For what? for what state agencies are charging them to get access to information. Well, welcome, as the story points out, welcome to what the rest of us are paying. Glad you guys who love to endorse the liberal viewpoint and love to endorse Democrats for re-election. You don't like it so much when it hurts you, does it? Yeah, we taxpayers know. $100,000 in various fees to build a home in places in Portland. $100,000 in just fees, folks. Remember we've talked about that? 17% small business tax that Kate Brown imposed during the pandemic. We're in the top 10 of the highest gas taxes. And they want to toll us on top of that, just three of the liberal policy fails. Now, why am I just sharing all this? Well, and how about the stories about riot tourism? You know, everything that's going on down in Atlanta. All these white kids flying in from all over the country to take part in these riots. They're Antifa, folks. And that story in the Oregon Catalyst reminds us of one of these guys that was caught in Portland during our 100 consecutive nights of violent protests with 27 of them being declared official riots. You know downtown Portland, you guys remember that? Well, I got a picture of one of those losers and it's what he is. This guy flew into Portland and within two weeks, he was breaking windows and smashing things. He got arrested, got released a few hours later and rejoined the protest, tried to break into the federal courthouse and was arrested again that same night. He's a white kid with tattoos all over his face. Jacob Michael Gaines flew in from Texas. Oh, and did I mention he hit a cop with a hammer? Falik Muhammad 
flew in from Indiana, distributed baseball bats to riders, and himself threw firebombs at cops. Fox News article said that there were protesters who came to Portland from Minnesota, California, and Washington. Same thing happened in Kenosha, Wisconsin, right? Riot tourism. What are we going to do about all of this stuff? What are we going to do about it as patriots, as people who believe in the rule of law? Who believe that when you break the law, you ought to be held accountable? Well, I go back to what we talked about in the war room last Thursday, and we'll be talking about again in the war room, and that is Senate Bill 579 that gives incarcerated prisoners in Oregon the right to vote while they're in prison. It's not only a bad idea, it clearly violates the principle of consequences of your actions. Just as the George Soros-funded DA in Multnomah County, Mike Schmidt, who turned loose a thousand of these violent rioters, thousand of them, not going to prosecute them, let them go. There's no consequences for their actions. Just like this punk kid in the Oregon Catalyst story and the riot tourism story who came to Oregon, got arrested, got released that night, got arrested again. No consequence to his actions. Yet they want to take away our right to defend ourselves and our family from people like this with laws like Measure 114. So what's the response to this kind of thing? Do you, do you pass laws in the name of racism? that make it easier for people to break the law? Do you make stupid and dumb policy decisions like the Portland City Council in defunding the Portland cops, the Portland public schools in getting rid of their cops in the schools? Is that what you do? Or do you do like the Israelis are doing? Jim wrote me an email, by the way, if you want to send me an email, it's jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news about this Israeli mass shooting. What did the Prime Minister of Israel's National Security Advisor say? Firearm licensing will be expedited and expanded in order to enable thousands of additional citizens to carry weapons. When civilians have guns, they can defend themselves. Jim writes this, they're fighting terrorists, but defending yourself in America is different. Here it's hothead, gangs, domestic partners, thieves, political opponents, and blank nut jobs. Yeah, I see the difference. Americans have no need for self-defense, but the Israelis do. Well said, Jim. Well said. Now, we 
are facing all of these things because people got elected. People got elected that make really bad decisions, dumb decisions. And there's more of them that are happening and that we're, we're going to talk about as we go along with this legislative session, still run by the Democrats. This is why we talk about elections, why elections matter. Ronna McDaniel got elected, re-elected, sadly, as the chairman of the Republican National Committee, saying, and I heard her say it, we've heard the grassroots. Yeah, right. I don't believe that for a minute. Nothing will change. The RNC is not going to go hard and fast after the elections problem, which is why there are groups like Oregon People's Vote and Mark Thielman at battlegroundoregon.org. Mark Thielman's going to be at the political coffee clatch tonight. Yes, we're starting up our first one of 2023 is tonight at the Honky Tonk indoors because it's kind of cold out there. It's a great reason for you, by the way, to call Freedom Heating and Air if you're not warm in your home but i'll get to that later tonight six o'clock political political coffee clatch mark thielman will be updating us and has big news he says on elections so that all the stories and more that i'm going to share with you in just a moment don't happen why because the right people get elected who stand up for your principles and values the principles and values of god and of the founders of this nation, who were not all racist, by the way. Back in a moment. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Great to have you with us here on a Monday on Political Coffee. Tonight is the Political Coffee Clatch Honky Tonk Bar and Grill indoors where it's warm and quiet. At 6 o'clock, come and join us, have dinner, and hear from Mark Thielman about elections, the latest things that are going on, Battleground Oregon and their lawsuits, so that we don't have dumb decisions by the people that we elect. And how about this, by the way? I got to tell you here, the Epoch Times has a story about apparently thousands of federal workers applied fraudulently for COVID unemployment checks, thousands of them. While they still got their regular paychecks. Senator Joni Ernst is calling for a federal investigation to identify who these people are and recover the tax dollars 
improperly paid to them. They include people from the IRS, TSA, FEMA, the Postal Service, Amtrak, even the Secret Service. Some, according to Senator Erst, were even paid overtime at the same time they were claiming lost wages due to the pandemic. And some were so blatant, they actually applied for jobless benefits from their federal government work computers. Wow. Do you think that any of them will actually be held accountable? Do you think any of them should be held accountable? I do. Also, are the classified document trap? Is that the latest tool of the deep state to go after any politician who crosses them? Hmm? Classified document trap. Could be. Wouldn't surprise me at all. By the way, there's more Hunter Biden emails that are being released from the laptop from hell that he got classified briefings and used them for personal gain. Yeah. By the way, did you see the story about the renowned MIT professor and drug safety analytics specialist who's calling for the immediate suspension of all mRNA COVID vaccines? Hmm? Because all of a sudden, these young people are dropping like flies, dying. Like this 32-year-old firefighter and former Marine died suddenly. Or how about a 32-year-old son of Atlanta radio host, Ricky Smiley, who dies? Or a teenage bull rider had a heart attack at a rodeo? This just goes on and on and on, folks. I got an employee, an email from an employee who shall never be named. It was about this, the left trying to equate the murder, the beating to death of Tyree Nichols by five black cops, trying to equate it with what happened to George Floyd. And they're justifying it. And you need to know this. In case you hear this from somebody else, your state employee writes, in a week moment Sunday, I tuned into MSDNC and there was Congressman Jamal Bowman, a Democrat from New York, being interviewed about the tragic death of Tyree Nichols. Nichols. He explained that Nichols' tragic death was the result of systemic white supremacy that has saturated Americans' history, culture, and contemporary society. You see, the African-American in our society today was oppressed by their white slave owners in the past. Because of that oppression, cruelty, and domination Blacks are now driven to oppress other black men and the disadvantaged of society. 
This tragedy in Memphis indicates how pervasive white supremacy is in our society. Driving these African-American policemen to act now as white slave owners had done in the past. And the party that now continues to fuel white supremacy in our society is the Republican Party. And especially the MAGA Republicans. So this great injustice that caused Tyree Nichols' tragic death is the Republicans' fault because of systemic white supremacy now ingrained in American society. This is how race is used to justify everything. And dutifully, this gets repeated over and over again. It's insane. You take God out of our schools, churches refuse to get involved in politics, and this is what you get, folks. You get cops who beat black cops, beat a fellow cop or fellow black guy to death. And then the black apologists, the race baiters, say it's because of white supremacy. We created the culture. How about these five back black cops actually operate under the law and actually have a moral, ethical restraint against what they did? 6.30, back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 23 minutes before the top of the hour. Great to have you back with us on Monday here on Political Coffee. Here's what we're talking about, and it is the... Well, the news media decrying how sad it is that five black cops beat another black guy to death in Memphis. Now we have riots. Gateway Pundit has a story about how the mother of this guy who got beat to death said, I hate it was five black men that did this. Yeah. Shouldn't have happened to anybody, black or white, by any cop. You just watch the video of it, it, it makes you angry. It's it's just right, right back to not just George Floyd, but, man, you, you go back over the years to some of the videos that we've seen of cops completely acting inappropriate. Now, this guy wasn't fighting the cops, wasn't beating on them. They just beat him to death, died later in the hospital. Shouldn't have happened at all. 
But the fact that the liberal lawyers are demanding that Congress pass national legislation to make it even harder for a cop to do their job by tying this back to George Floyd. And that's what they've done. This lawyer for the mother or for the, the Tyree Nichols family, Benjamin Crump was on TV talking about how we've got to pass new legislation, takes away cops of qualified immunity, blah, 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 blah. It's the George Floyd thing. Well, this doesn't have anything to do with George Floyd. Elections matter, folks, because how Congress responds to this, how the Tennessee legislature responds to it, how the chief of police, the mayor of Memphis responds to it matters. They're all elected. This is why we focus on elections. So much because, well, we've learned so much about elections. By the way, if you want to call and talk about this, 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line, 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am, jeff at kslm.news. Now, Lee, riot tourism, that's a story. That it's happening all across the country. It happened a lot here in Portland during the BLM Antifa riots. And it's happening all over the country now. Happening in Memphis over the weekend. Happened in Atlanta after the Antifa guy shot a state trooper and the state troopers killed him. They had riots. They flew in Antifa people from all over the country. Now, who's they? Now, we'll get to that in a moment here. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. It is cold out there. My uh, thermometer is showing something along the lines of 20 degrees right now. If you're not comfortable at home because you have a heating system that just is on its last legs and you know it, or maybe... You just have been busy with your life and you've neglected the maintenance of it. Well, then you should call Freedom Heating and Air. And what they'll do is they'll immediately come out to your home and they'll assess what's going on with your system and they'll get it fixed. Maybe it's time to upgrade. They can do that for you. Maybe it just needs to be cleaned. Well, they can do that too. Give them a call. If you're cold during this cold weather, call them. FreedomHeatingAndAir.net is their website, FreedomHeatingAndAir.net, or their telephone number is 503-580-1456, 580-1456. By the way, Tim writes an email, says, KSLM did an excellent job in creating the advertisement for the American Legion Post 17. I'd like your audience to know the quality and support that they receive. Thank you, Tim. That is true. We try very, really hard on this 
radio station to do quality things when it comes to our advertisers. That's why I try to take a moment and, and talk about them in a manner that I hope makes sense to you and, and um, is motivating to you to think about doing business with so many of these great people. By the way, even remember I started the show saying even the leftist media is acknowledging the failures of the leftist liberal mindset of elected politicians. Again, that's why we talk about elections. That's why we're going to talk about elections tonight at the first 2023 political coffee clash. Tonight, 6 o'clock, at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill. It's indoors where it's warm and quiet. Mark Thielman's going to be talking about the latest things going on. Battleground Oregon and all of the election issues that they're really leading the way on generally in Oregon. Well, NBC had a poll out. And even Chuck, what's his name? The lefty guy there in charge of it said, it's downhill, it's disaster, it's hard times, quote unquote. Under Joe Biden, according to this NBC poll, which said 71% of Americans say the country's on the wrong track. 71% of Americans. Now, we thought we knew all about that, right? Well, that it would make a huge, huge change. And that we would have this massive red wave. We didn't have a red wave. It was a red whimper, if that. Now, why? Because you can have the best candidate, Ronna McDaniel. You can raise all kinds of money. And by the way, I'm not sending a penny to the RNC, period. I'll give it to my local party, but I ain't giving it to the RNC. So she can continue to waste it. She hasn't heard anything. She hasn't heard the grassroots. It doesn't matter to her. It's going to be business as usual. You wait. And until we take over the county parties and we take over the state parties, and get rid of the globalist rhino Republicans running the Republican National Committee. And that's who they are, folks. Not all of them, but many of them are. People, certainly those in control. Until we get rid of them by taking over the county parties and then taking over the state parties, nothing's going to change. See, Ronna McDaniel isn't going to pay any attention to elections. You can have the best candidates in the world, Kevin McCarthy. You can have the best well-funded candidates that you think are going to win Mitch McConnell, and they lose. Because the Democrats have figured out how to cheat really well. And anybody who says that they're cheating is immediately an election denier. Thank you, social media. Thank you, major news media. Anyway, I've, I've pontificated. i got to go to Gary and then Rebecca. Gary, good morning. Hey, Jeff. Go Ducks. Yo, Beebs. Hey, did you happen to watch those football games yesterday? I did. Perhaps the worst games in uh, football history. Well, the second game was better than the first. I'll say that. It was much closer. <laughs> <laughs> I will say uh, that. The, offic the officials deserve an MVP on that one, on both of them. I mean, you got, you got a team who doesn't even have a quarterback, and you're throwing flag after flag at them. I know. And then 
And then in the second game, it's ready to go into overtime, and you throw a flag on the last play of the game, tie game, when they got to kick a 50-yard field goal. Oh, make that a 35-yard field goal. I thought I was watching the 2020 election myself. Well, I yeah, I mean, I, I saw a lot of bad calls, but I got to tell you, on that particular one, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes was was absolutely out of bounds, and you uh, can call it, but leave the guy leave the flag in your pocket. Can't you can't let him win it or lose it on the field, but don't give the game. I mean, you throw the flag, you know that's the game. I I know, and it was, but still, that guy had the choice to hit him out of bounds or not, and he hit him. He out didn't of really bounds. hit him; he just it's touched his him. I mean, they're both flying, and he actually can't do that, Gary. By the rule book, but they're both flying at full speed, and he didn't he didn't maliciously push him. He just they 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 just touched. I don't know. I get the call, but it just ruined the game. It should have went into overtime. It it did. It should have gone to overtime. It would have been a, a better outcome. Overall, it was still an exciting game, but it did ruin some really bad, bad calls, too, during that first game. Absolutely. Good day. Thanks, Gary. Back in a moment. Go Beavs. Rebecca, hang on. I'll get you on the other side of the break. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour. Rebecca Donaldson is a real estate broker who's, well, really good at what she does, and she can benefit you if you're thinking about buying or selling a home because she's on top of her game real estate market changes on a moment-by-moment basis. And it's not always easy to keep up with it. She does. That's good for you. So if you are thinking about buying or selling a home, give her a call. 503-269-0747-269-0747. Or check out her website, rebeccasgothouses.com. Rebeccasgothouses.com. Speaking of Rebecca... Here she is, Rebecca. Good morning. Good morning. I'm I'm calling because of that statement that was made earlier that everybody's ignoring the dumb, the donkey in the room. Yeah. And and I feel like the the Democrat Party sets the narrative, and these these five policemen are getting lots of media coverage, coverage, and the Democrats have figured out how to get the conservatives to be part of that uh, disseminating their their line um i I was shocked when um yesterday uh, i don't know if you allow me to say his name but levin spent a long time analyzing movement by movement i couldn't believe that he spent that much time on it and and the conservatives go along with the narrative, and the narrative is what the Democrats are shaping. Um, I remember, I want to bring up the, uh, the, the 
Wyoming, my, Matthew Shepard, they spent 20 years on that narrative that uh, white people are homophobic. And finally, they passed the hate crimes bill using that narrative. Well, uh, somebody was so proud of Matthew Shepard that he was going to go make a movie out of it. When he got over to Wyoming to do research, he, he found out the whole narrative was false. But yet the Democrats got their hate crimes bill. And now they are redefining what hate is. So it's a moving narrative. And once they get the power, then they, then they reshape everything to, be, uh, to destroy our liberty. And, and, why and, do we, you think and we go along with it. But, well, so why do conservatives go along with those narratives? I, I just think that we fall for it. Now I'm not sure why Levin spent so much time. Maybe his maybe his people who are liberal who run that the Fox News there. Maybe they told him to do that. It, it, it's not his typical way of running his show. Yeah, he he doesn't let them do that to him because he he would just tell them, "I'm done." You're not going to tell me what to talk about. I, so he, they would not have told him how to talk about that. He did it, I think, because he wants... Well, keep in mind, this is after the vote to reelect Ronna McDaniel as the RNC chair. I think he did it to inspire Republican conservatives to change their party. Because it's the only way... It's going to work. We have to take it away from the globalists because the globalists run it now. Thanks, Rebecca. I appreciate it. Lee writes an email, and it is travel rioters. What should we do with this group, he writes. Round them up and secretly lock them in a compound. Post on their social media that they have turned against what they previously believed. Yeah, I've watched a few too many movies. What we actually should do is have leaders, attorneys that follow the law, reinstate the rule of respect, teach the proper way to have an argument. These bent Americans will be around and will continue until they can't get away with their destruction and mayhem. Arming the general population is one step. Educating the ignorant is the next of several steps that should be implemented. That's what we do. Because the news media isn't going to do it. It's up to us folks it's also up to you to think about if you're you know thinking about doing a remodel in your home don't you call eric azer righteousrenovations.com he's a contractor who focuses on quality and you see that if you go to his website righteousrenovations.com don't take my word for it check it out yourself righteousrenovations.com let's go to conrad and then tim conrad good morning hi jeff uh, glad i could get in um, I have a bumper sticker on my car that I made myself and it says, um, I got to change my phone here. And it, are you hearing me? Okay. I, I am. Yes. Okay, great. I, I guess it's just, I'm getting a little feedback or something, but anyway, the bumper sticker says go to H E double NFL and you know, I don't have time to watch them, but I do like watching uh, college games. But uh, they're doing themselves uh, a favor to us by the way they act. So, you know, I just I just say let them play their games, you know. 
But well, I also, I in my per- you, personal I, life, it, it, I have a strategy nice that I've started, and I'm taking people that I've developed credibility with to Republican events. And uh, I find a lot of them have the same mentality that we do on issues like transgender, et cetera. But also, there's some good things happening in the Marion County leadership, and I expect some good changes there. Great. And you need to be a part of that, Conrad. Sounds like you are, and I'm glad that you are. Will you be joining us tonight in the political coffee clatch at 6 o'clock at the Honky Tonk Bar Grill indoors? I am, and I'm going to bring an 80-year-old man that he's sharp as a tack, but he just can't drive at night. So I'm going to bring him along. Good for you. Thank you, Conrad. (laughs) See you tonight. Got to go quickly to Tim. Tim, good morning. Your thoughts? Good morning, Jeff. BLM is my question, and kind of a question to you. Well, BLM kind of surfaced because a white police officer killed a black person. Right. What position is BLM going to take when a black police officer kills a black person? That Does it mean that black life matters or doesn't matter? Well, so far I have not seen anything from Black Lives Matter about the latest. But frankly, there's been a lot of other black police officer killings of black men. And they've been silent on it. They're not talking about it because it doesn't doesn't fit their narrative. It doesn't advance their cause. And the cause is to stoke the racism fires in America and use it to win elections and use it to impose things, tyranny, tyrannical ideas on you and I, including other black Americans who want to stand up for their constitutional rights. See, it's not about race. It's about leftism. It's about communism. It's about a doctrine of control, tyrannical control that's right out of the pit of hell. And that's where it's from. And it's wrong. And we have to stand up against it. All of us. Black Lives Matter's silent so far. We'll see if they say anything. If they do, it'll be likely, Tim, to do the same thing that Benjamin Crump, the lawyers for the Nichols family, said. We gotta tie this to George Floyd and pass federal legislation. No, you don't. You have to have ethical training and God back in police forces. See you tomorrow, folks.